All right, you're listening to Season 2, Episode 1 of the Foreign Culture Podcast, where we talk relationship, religion, and everything else in between. I'm your host, David Fikhet, and tonight's topic is going to be a fun one. Uh, We're going to talk about shooting your shot. And along with me tonight, we actually have a good friend of mine, uh, Godson Orije. Godson, introduce yourself, let the people know who you are. Yes, sir. My name is Gosson Odij. I'm stoked to be on here tonight for In Cultural Podcast. We're out here. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So just want to talk a bit about uh, shooting a shot because uh, it's honestly been a phrase that's been, say, like etched into the culture, right? Everyone's talking about shooting a shot. And I mean, if you don't know what it means, it's basically like like getting a girl's attention or getting a guy's attention. Right. So kind of wanted to let's get your perspective, guys. And like what's uh, what's shooting your shot like to you, at least? Uh, well, so funny enough, I actually did a little bit of digging into it. And so the phrase was first used 40 years ago in 1982 by an artist named Divine. It's like this really cheesy old like 80s type of song, like shoot your shot. No, I feel Come on, make it real. Shoot your shot. But anyways, <laughs> I'm not saying it like you do, but basically, you know, the the song itself actually breaks it down. It's you taking the time to approach someone and let them know, like, hey, this is how I feel. We can make something of it. You know, let's get the, let's get this going. It's an attempt, you know, to take something off the ground. It's risky, you know. Like, personally, I'm someone that believes in waiting, right? Waiting, observing. Kind of like you said, like, kind of like Steph Curry. Like, he doesn't just, you know, just shoot with traffic, but he waits for that opening. And I'm someone that does that, right? I'm waiting for the the best time to to make my presence known. Um, But I do know, like, we were talking about how it's not only the guy, right? It's not only the guy that has to to shoot his shot. Um, So, I mean, tell me a little bit about you think of women shooting their shot all right so for me when it comes to women i know it's not the conventional method right um, but there was a famous uh hall of famer who played hockey wayne gretzky he said okay, you miss I heard yep he said you miss 100 percent of the shots that you don't take true i think right now sometimes we're stuck in a mindset of you know, if a, if the woman goes after the guy, it's because she doesn't know her worth. It's because she's thirsty. It's because she wasn't raised properly. Mm-hmm. But I've seen the some of the women that have that mindset be 40, 45 years old and they never get anybody. They never um, get it. It's sad. Yeah, I mean, it's something that we don't talk about. It's a taboo subject amongst us. Um, you want to kind of sweep it under the rug and be like, yeah, it's okay, just pray and wait. But no, I mean, it's not always uh, pray and wait. You know, you got to learn the game of basketball. You know, if you don't, know the, <laughs> yeah, if you don't know the game, you're going to get played. You're going to lose. Um, I, I have a two-step method, personally. You have and a I, method? Oh, yeah. There's a method. Okay. To this is okay. Professor Johnson. Ladies, sisters, take notes, classes and sessions. <laughs> Let me put on my basketball shorts. Here's how it works. Okay. The, 
method number one, I like to call it the fadeaway. Okay. Now, for those that don't know basketball, let me break this down for you. A fadeaway is a shot that you take while jumping backwards away from the basket. So the goal is to create space between the shooter and the defender. And it makes right. the shot a lot harder to block. So I think sisters can hit some fadeaways, right? Or women. You could just pin, drop subtle hints, try to close in on them, get close enough to them. But you're far enough in a sense where you don't get played because you don't show your full hand. But you're close enough to make your intentions clear. And that mm -hmm. could, you know, that could come off in different ways, right? You could probably, you know, slide in the DMs and start a conversation about life. Comment on one of their posts. Make make your presence known to the guy, right? Because I think a lot of right. times women don't understand is a guy could have been interested in you if he knew who you were. If only he knew. If yeah. only he knew. But if you're hiding somewhere in a corner and he never bumps into you, you never make a way to interact with him, there's no way for him to know what differentiates you between all the other girls that could be in that same room. You have to, in a sense, present yourself. And Ruth, in the book of Ruth, if we take it biblical, that's what she did in Ruth chapter Oh, yeah. Two. Oh, talk she about went, it. Talk about it. <laughs> Let me get that gospel right now. She went and she laid at the feet of Boaz and she presented herself to him so that he could take note of her and know that she was interested. Now, you can't tell me that a sister has to hide in some corner and never be spotted by a brother until he magically, you know, knows who she is when they're like 100 feet away from each other. No, she can start a convo. She can add him as a friend. She can gauge his interest without necessarily looking thirsty. You just mm -hmm. have to do the fadeaway. You shoot the shot, but you jump back, so you put a little bit of Jump space. back a little bit. Little but just bit. like you said, you're still in the line of sight. Yep, right in the line of sight. And so you're not close enough to really get hurt because you didn't put everything out there, but you're close enough to sink that shot in and possibly go home with the W. So that's method number one. Okay. We got time for method number two? Oh, we got time for method. We have to. Like, there, everyone's everyone's at the edge of their seat right now because there are a couple of sisters that are like practicing their fadeaways as we speak. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Now, method number two that people tend to use when it's in reference to men, but we don't really talk about it with women. Mm -hmm. I believe in wing women. You don't just have to have a wing man. You can have a wing woman. Hmm. is a team sport, right? Right. Method number two is called the alley-oop. Basically, you get your teammate that is in a more ideal position to get the ball and throw it at the right place for you to grab it in the air and dunk the ball. That concept requires pinpoint precision, timing, teamwork, and finishing. See, your friend is in the better position to set you up with that brother for the win. How? Right, because... Yeah, they probably like know the brother from from the they know him from beforehand. They probably you know the families are probably close, so they can get a little bit closer. I see what you mean. Yeah, they have history. They have the connect. Mm -hmm. They can be there to put in a good word for you. For whatever reason, women don't like doing this. They have these 
you know, presumptions that, oh, well, if I send her in, she might get his attention and then he might want her. Man, you don't got to worry about that. Trust your teammate. Trust your wingwoman. Take someone you trust and get them to set you up for the win. They lay out the groundwork. You just got to be able to finish. I have more Bible for that. And okay, throw, throw it at us. Throw it at us. <laughs> talk to them in Genesis 24. You have Abraham who sends his senior servant to go look for a wife for Isaac. Mm. His goes out. He sets a prerequisite for Isaac's future wife, unbeknownst to her. He mm-hmm. this woman. She passes that test. And then, guess what? He puts in a word for my boy Isaac. He literally all but brings Rebecca to Isaac's face. All Isaac has to do is say yes at that point. Slam dunk. Slam dunk. It's the alley-oop. So you can have a good friend that puts in a word for you, that throws that option out there. Hey, that friend can even investigate for you. All you have to do is muster up the strength to finish the job. That's a two-step approach to sisters shooting their shot. No danger. That's how I see it. (laughs) No, I agree. I agree. And I mean, you actually just said something that's uh, really, really important, right? You said the word investigate. Um, which is also something that I think a lot of, you know, brothers and sisters just have to do. You have to investigate because it's kind of like the scouting report, right? Let's just let's stick to basketball. Like, you know, if, if you don't have a scouting report, well, you're not going to know how to play that night, you yeah. know? Um, like, you got to kind of know what kind of person is this? Is this a person that could be a slam dunk? Is this a person that's kind of close to the chest? Is this someone who a wingman can work with? Some people, they don't they don't like being approached, you know, by a wingman or a wingwoman. They just want the direct approach. Um, so, I mean, what do you what do you think about about investigation? So I believe investigation because I believe in watching film. OK, Football players all the time sit down and they watch the film to see, okay, what went wrong? What, what, how does this team play? What's their habit? Where do they like to shoot from? Where should I defend? Where should I go to stop them? Um, it's one of those things that I think it makes sense, not just in basketball. Now, of course, I'm not saying to go sit down and watch like a, a fellowship tape from Utica <laughs> to see like where they like to dance so you can go dance there too. Like, oh, man. I'm not talking about literally watching you know, film, but you want to observe the person, right? Because you said this before in some of your previous episodes. There's a way that the person might treat their sister. There's a person, the way the person, there's a way that the person might treat their mother. Mm-hmm. There's habits that they might have and the benefit that we have, especially if you're talking about those of us that might be in a small setting community like a church or um, a group of believers as a whole is that you get to see this person around other people. It's not just, oh, I meet you up and then we meet at a cafe and, you know, everybody's nice to each other there. It's just the two of us. Everything is beautiful. Mm -hmm. No, you can see this person around other people from their church. And if they have siblings there at these meetings, you can run into them there. There are different things that could cause you to see how the person is. Honestly, I would go as far as saying, I would even watch how this person reacts and comments to certain things on social media. Because- Yo, that's a big one. That's a big big one. People sleep on that. You really want to understand that. What is this person's psyche? What is their mindset? How do they view the world? 
because you might not even want to waste your time approaching someone whose perception of the world is opposite of yours because there's going to mm-hmm. be conflict, right? You don't need to see everything the same way as that person, but you want to make sure like you're not dealing with someone who by your standards is probably a psychopath. You see what I'm saying? So Yeah, I undisclosed triggers, yeah. Yeah, I believe investigation 100%. Okay, well, look, um, you definitely dropped some gems. Um, like the fadeaway, honestly, I never knew about that. I, I was always, uh, I was always kind of hip to the whole wing woman, wing man, because like everyone has friends, right? And everyone kind of helps people to do other things. Well, relationships should be one of those things that you help your friends, you know, get into, especially if you know they have a good shot at that person. Um, but no, seriously, thank you for uh, thank you for coming through. Um, I really look forward to having you on other episodes. If you're dropping dimes like this, um, <laughs> but yeah, but seriously, seriously, thank you for coming through. Um, and again, if there's anyone else that is interested in being on any future episodes, feel free to uh, to send an email to foreignculture1017 at gmail.com. Um, but aside from that, Katzen, thank you again. I thank you so much. I want to just do a quick shout out to my boy T Milo, my boy Leo. He's getting married. Got to say that. There we go. That man shot his shot, so we gotta give props to him. Hope you hear this. And peace and love for everybody. <laughs> Keep tuning into Foreign Culture. Thanks, Dave. Love you, boy. Love you, bro. All right.